Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on These Days at Home. Hello, welcome back to These Days at Home podcast. I am am Alyssa Johns, your host. Thank you so much for joining me here this week. Um, I have had uh, a really lovely day in some ways, in some ways not, um, is the case, I think, most often um, in the stage of life that I am in. But I have found, I'm right now finding my feet awfully tired because I was in the kitchen all day. And it was, if if you're following along in this podcast in real time, today was a perfect day in Minnesota for as far as fall cozy weather goes. It was raining and thunderstorming all day. So I just was able to stay inside and I found myself stumbling upon just a beautiful moment in my kitchen. There was a loaf of bread rising on the stove. The smell of roasted tomatoes was filling the air. I had a cup of coffee, some jazz music was playing. Uh, I had a candle lit in the windowsill and the rain was just coming down and it was thundering. It was just one of those moments that you, you try so hard to uh, foster every day, like that kind of a cozy feeling, but it just doesn't happen uh, until it just does in the, in just the right moment. Like everything just came together. It's like, oh yes, this is it. This is the cozy moment, the cozy feelings that I always love and am in search for every day of my life. But it just stumbled upon I just stumbled upon it um, this uh, this day or today while I was in the kitchen and I got a lot done. My feet are so tired um, from standing and I went right from fin- finishing canning some spaghetti sauce to going to the grocery store to get groceries with my toddler and then back home to cook dinner and then clean up bath time, all that good stuff. And now here I am. Um, so... I, yeah, I, um, don't have a ton, a ton to share with you guys. And my battery is, uh, on my phone is almost dead, but it's actually perfect because this week, uh, the verse is just, it's, it's simple. It does not require a ton, a ton of study. I mean, you can, there's all, I mean, the scripture is rich. You could study this verse in a lot of different ways, but I think for what we are trying to accomplish here, it is, it's simple. It's um, of the next verse in the uh, in the proverb, uh, Proverb thirty one. We've been going through it kind of chunk by chunk, verse by verse, and today I'm just going to do one single verse because it's, it's a standalone one, and I think it'll be um, encouraging and uh, maybe convicting. And like I said, or uh, for me, it has um, moved me to action this week alone. So. Um, I am going to just read it here and then we can we can talk about it. Okay, this is Proverbs 31 verse 20. She opens her hand to the to the poor and stretches out her hands to the needy. There. Simple, right? Um there's not I mean it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. Some of these verses that we've been going through, we've had to do a little bit of our own like digging and application because Um, This was written, obviously, many millennia ago, Um, but, and so some of the context and the poetic nature of it, uh, we have to kind of glean our own information, but this is pretty straightforward. It's still written in, um, 
in modern language, she uh, opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. I have been convicted of um, just my lack of of ministry, my lack of um, devotion and outreach to um, the poor in our community or the poor around me. And, you know, I think we could take this, you know, poor financially, poor um, physically, or maybe relationally, like the widows, the orphans. Um, that's what scripture talks about a lot. The sojourner, someone who's traveling through a country that might not, um, yeah, that might not belong, um, belong here as in like their origin, but they are seeking a place for, uh, rest. Anyway, there's a lot of different ways that we could think of the poor, but I think it's just pretty straightforward. She stretches out her hand to the poor and reacheth and reaches for, um, her hands forward to the needy, um, I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys have things that you do that you reach out to the poor? I think I don't. And I, I, I've tried at different parts in my life when I was working in Minneapolis, um, for big brothers and big sisters, I was in some pretty, um, just lower S, uh, SCS neighborhoods and, um, came across homeless people a lot. So I, there were certain things I did during that time in my life. Um, you know, giving, I think is a, could be a part of this, but, to truly like, I think there's like, there's an action here. She reaches, stretch, stretch, uh, stretches her hand out. So she's seeking it out. I think so often we just think, oh, like, I don't know anybody that, you know, is poor, or I don't know the people that are in need around me. Um, and I think that might be true, but I think that is, um, I don't know if that's an excuse. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this for myself and maybe hopefully, you know, for all of us can take something away from this. Um, do we know, do we know in our community is like, what are the food shelters? Do we know the organizations that are trying to, um, connect poor, the uh, people that have, um, less means with, with the resources. Um, do we know those things? Are we invested in them? Are we sharing what it is that we have been given in bounty with them? Um, one of the applications for me, um, I'll just move right into application here. One of them for me, and I'm, I'm going to be acting on this is, uh, my garden. We, I'm, I'm here. I am a homesteader growing more produce than I've ever grown in my life. Um, it's been a great year for tomatoes here and, um, I have so many and the idea of homesteading, it's like, yeah, I'm going to, uh, grow my own food. And so that means I need a lot of it and I'm going to preserve it for the winter. Thus, you know, I will try to keep every single one of the tomatoes I have. Um, but I, I think we have to like, as, as yeah, I think we have to leave room for, we still have to leave room for giving. Even if, even if me being someone that wants to preserve as much of my own food as possible, I still have to leave room for giving because you know what? I do have the means to go and buy a can of spaghetti sauce, plain and simple. I do. I am not going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel, just squeaking by this winter. If for some reason, all of my spaghetti sauce gets eaten up by January. Um, I will be okay. And so I think with the abundance in the garden that God has given us, um, I need to leave a margin for forgiving. Because you know what? The other thing is produce is not uh, it's not cheap. Eating healthy in this country is not cheap. <laughs> uh, the 
food that you can buy on welfare and EBT money, I mean, is usually not um, not good food, not healthy food, and therefore perpetuates this, um, yeah, physical unhealth and then mental and um, just so many other things. I think it's just a domino effect. Uh, I'm speaking from experience, you know, in the different organizations I've worked, um, and I just it just breaks my heart that that is the reality. And so it is a massive privilege for me to be able to know how to garden, have the information. Uh, to garden, be able to do it, uh, be able to spend the time and the and the resources to grow my own food, just to save it up for the winter when other people can't even afford fresh produce. So, as you can tell, it's kind of become a little passion of mine here, and I am I am trying and figuring out ways that I can um, be giving away what it is that I have, whether that's going to be at the end of my driveway, or if it's going to be um, yeah driving um, some food to the local food shelf. Um, that uh, accepts fresh produce or, you know, um, another organization I used to do some things with up in the cities was called Fair for All. Um, It's a grocery solution, I guess you could say, um, organization that, um, I I think they partner with farmers across Minnesota and maybe some other like meat meat producers across the country. And basically they're able to offer uh, groceries like fresh produce and meat um, at a at a really 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 reasonable like reduced price um, and I actually used to buy from them when I was um, when I worked for an organization and I was making very very little money I used to buy my groceries from them myself and you basically you could uh, get a box of produce which was usually a fruit a vegetable um, maybe some potatoes, some onions, and then you could also buy, a, uh, like, and that was maybe like $20. Um, and then you could buy a meat box for maybe like 20, 35. And, um, that was like enough groceries for me for the week. And so that was just so much more reasonable than anything that I could find even at Aldi. And so th- this was at a time in my life where it was, I was really pinching pennies. Um, but I just, I fell in love with that organization and what they do and who they served. And I have found out that they, um, actually, yeah, they partner with farmers um, across Minnesota. And so it has now become a dream of mine to maybe have, like, if we ever were to move from our place, have a little bit more land that I could, I could um, garden and farm in a way that I could provide food for that organization. Um, so anyway, this is just me now going off in my little tangents. Um, but it just yeah, it was something that really convicted me this week, reading this, thinking about it. It's something that God has called us to, not just in this verse, um, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if there's a gentleman listening to this, but ladies and gentlemen, um, God has called us to it throughout scripture. It is something that he has placed in his, uh, law in the, in the, um, in the law that he gave Moses, um, in the, the nation of Israel. It was, there was, uh, margins and, and, regulations set up to care for the the poor, to care for the widow, to care for the sick. Um, and, you know, especially in like the agriculture, like they, there was all these things that they, like if you, if you were out in the wheat field and you were harvesting wheat and you had forgotten, um, like a, you know, a stock, a whole chunk of wheat or a stock of wheat, uh, you were not to go back and get it. You were supposed to leave it. And then the, the poor would come and glean 
uh, in the fields from the things that people had dropped or had left. Um, so there was there was that. There was a few other things like that in the agricultural world that God said, "Hey, don't take everything. Leave some for the poor. Leave some for the ones that need it." Um, and so I just think that that is the heart of our God that He um, He cares for the poor. Um, there, you know, there's actually a lot of um, a lot of talk, you know, like uh, in the New Testament, even. Um, you know, Jesus, uh, you know, kind of saying like the greatest commandment I give you is to love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And this is a part of that. I think faith in action, um, gospel in action, uh, to use a churchy phrase is, um, this is part of it. And this is part of it that I've always, always, always been convicted about, um, I love God's word. I study it. I can talk theology up and down. Like there's, those are the parts of my personality that I, that I'm drawn to and that I love. Um, but I need it to be pushed and moved into this, uh, this part of, of caring for caring for the poor. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. So I hope you guys can take a little bit of encouragement in that this week. Um, just think about this and think about it in a way that's that's beautiful just like the rest of this poem this isn't meant this podcast this podcast episode wasn't meant to preach at you and yell at you but it was meant to meant to consider this this is a woman who we've seen she is um a hard worker she is um she's excellent in all she does she is nurturing and uh, provides for her family and um, so much more so than how more beautiful is it to say, oh, like I'm providing for my family, but look at the abundance God has given me. I'm going to pour it out for people that do not have it, for the people in my neighborhood, for the people who are poor in spirit. Um, and I think maybe there's another application there too of, um, you know, Jesus talks about that in the Beatitudes, uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, um, for they shall see the kingdom of God. I believe is what it says. Um, I better look at that verse just to make sure. Um, but so there's a lot of different kinds of poor, obviously, um, but poor in spirit is another one. So maybe you aren't a gardener. Maybe that's not, you know, we all, a lot of us are removed from agricultural life. Um, so what are the things that God has blessed you over in abundance with? Is it a very high paying job or is it a skill like um caring for children is it um wisdom in finances is it i don't know there's there's probably so many ways that god has blessed you over and abundance with that you can uh pour out to um the poor or the poor in spirit or the the widow the orphaned um the sick um, so many, so many different ways that we can serve, uh, the people that, that are, uh, far worse off than us. Um, I'm just gonna look up that verse really quick. So I don't misquote. I hate misquoting things. Um, uh, yeah, I can't even spell beatitudes. Oh goodness. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna flip to it in my Bible because I know where it is. Okay. Um, here we go. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Okay, yes. Um, so this is Matthew 5, 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Um, that was the verse I was talking about. So 
so yeah, there, there we go. There is verse 20. I hope you guys, um, like I said, take encouragement from this and, um, I'm excited to keep going through, through these verses. We have a few left and I was looking at a picture of the Proverbs 31, um, like the poetic nature of it, the acrostic poem that I had been talking about or referenced. Um, and they kind of, there's like verses that, uh, reflect each other. So uh, there's a, a certain turning point in this proverb where then like virtues are then repeated throughout the rest of the, um, of the proverb. So we might see some re repeats of just like the character virtues of this woman. Um, so, but I'm, I'm excited to get into the rest of these. We have maybe another three or four, um, weeks on, on this or three or four more episodes. We'll kind of see how I chunk them, chunk the verses together. But, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this. If you are someone that has really been enjoying this podcast, if, even if you're not on social media, I am trying to kind of, you know, take back a step back from social media a little bit, just because I feel like my family needs me emotionally in a way that is eaten up by Instagram and YouTube, honestly. So I'm trying to take a step back. So I have more emotional margin for my family. Um, if you're somebody that's like that too, or you just plain don't aren't as interested in social media, um, but you still want to share this podcast, please do send a text message to a friend, someone that you think, oh, Hey, I think you could be really encouraged by this. Um, and that way people that may really need this encouragement to, um, to seek after the Lord in character and virtue, um, or just be encouraged in the daily, the day, day to day mundane life of, um, parenthood of motherhood, or maybe home homemaking, stay at home mom, whatever it is. Um, I, I hope that, um, I hope that whoever needs this, uh, needs this podcast can find it. So if everyone would think of one person that they could share this with, just send a personal message to them. And I would love to, to, to hear from you. I would love to hear who it is that you've sent it to, who, if you're listening for the first time, please do send me a, a message. You can email me at Alyssa at harborhome32.com. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For daily interactions and more inspiration, find me on the socials at harborhome32 or my blog, harborhome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye.